going on? Welcome back to another episode of, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show. Well, actually, no, the Arsenio's ESL podcast. Oh, my God, sometimes I get thrown off with all of that. But nonetheless, don't worry, guys. You're at the right place at the right time. Today is episode number 63, and we're getting into pronunciation for speaking, okay? Preparing and rehearsing talking points. So for some of you out there, okay? Effective pronunciation ensures your audience can engage with your ideas, all right? If they cannot engage with your ideas, they become lost. As you guys heard, I did do that uh, pronunciation, um, what is it, the Bangkok International uh, Digital Content Festival, which was an amazing experience, so grateful for it. You know, they were like, hey, we want you to stay at the hotel and we, we're, we're going to book this and you're going to have dinner. We're going to have this and that. It was just a phenomenal experience. I'm so, so grateful for it. But nonetheless, um, in saying that, I ended up um, having a very, 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 very excellent presentation. But again, going into that, I had to speak in breaks and give as much information. Now, of course, it's not so much about the information I give, but to elicit all the useful details, like go into everything in brief and make sure that everyone's understanding by the, uh, by the eye contact that I'm giving them. Now, again, me being in a predominant Asian society, it is a little bit difficult. Um, I did have a couple of foreigners in there that started off to begin with. And then they left because they realized everyone was speaking Thai. And then by the time I got up there, there was only one girl in there, unfortunately. But nonetheless, man, it was a fantastic, a fantastic experience. And so, guys, people, you have to be willing to engage with the ideas. So this is why I give so many different things that uh, is relatable, right? It could be things that they probably related to in the past. And you can do this by effective pronunciation. So it's all about focusing on the key features to make that overall delivery successful, which I did. You know, I only had probably about 10 presentation slides and I rocked the house like crazy. So I'm gonna give you four things right now, okay? And these four things are very, very, very important. All right, number one, make sure you are confident with the pronunciation of key terms and names. Remember, I told you guys, oh, I didn't tell you guys, in my Udemy course, oh my God, if you guys haven't heard yet, or you guys probably have already heard, uh, yes, I do have my pronunciation course out. Uh, it is 20 US dollars. It's phase one, and there will be four other phases that will combine, and that will be the full overall um, course in general. So again, if you guys are interested in that, and you know, in the pronunciation course, and going step-by-step, communicating with me, learning with me and everything, go on over there, right? So again, that course is available for you guys. You can learn as you go. Yes, it's on mobile. You just log on to udemy.com and then you can find my pronunciation course very easily. Don't worry, I'll put it in the description and every link possible. <sighs> okay, it's always important to go up to a foreigner if you're unaware of a specific term, right? Um, what did I say? Oh, there was something, uh, there was a word the other day. And I'm like, huh, did I say that right? And then I repositioned it and then I said it over and I'm like, okay. Then I hurry up and went on Google Translate to check. And sure enough, it was cor uh, correct. 
because sometimes with the multi-syllable words, anywhere between four and five and words that I do not say often, I get thrown off and I say, okay, hold on, let me do this. Okay, let me stress the first. Let me stress the second, the third, the fourth. Sometimes there are two options and I'm like, oh, it could be either or. But you know what? I think it's this one because dot, 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 dot. Okay, let me check Google Translate. Correct. Ah, got it. You see what I mean? So if you're not able to have that useful device they call a phone next to you with Google Translate right there by your side, then okay, you can ask a phone, excuse me, how do you say this? How do you say this? How do you say this? It's like the Thai women at that digital content festival. They came up to me and said, how do you pronounce your first name? And I said, Arsenio, Arsenio, Arsenio. It was very difficult for them because Thai people, First, they don't have R in their language. So they say, I said, yo, you, you see what I mean? So she had to really slow it down and say Arsenio, which she ultimately did. So nonetheless, correct word stress is important for the audience, okay? And especially to understand those multi-syllable words. That's your number one. Going on to number two, use sentence stress to highlight the key points, emphasize the main syllables in these words such as what I've done. You could go back and listen to my presentation at the Bangkok International Digital Content Festival and hear my intonation when I'm emphasizing particular things, right? Number three, insert short pauses between groups of words and longer pauses between sentences. Very important. You're going to hear a couple of things and a couple of audios in regards to that too. And number four, indicate when a point is finished by using the follow uh, the falling intonation all right so use these strategies also mark uh like the pronunciation features on a script if you have to okay practice several times record yourself and analyze your performance so what do i mean by a presentation script well, if you actually go onto my blog, you will have seen this, okay? And what it is, it's a paragraph. Now, let me read this paragraph out loud without any stops, any pauses, any anything, okay? The three of us presenting our solutions today all come from different backgrounds in relation to the problem. This ought to provide a broader perspective on the issue and some more innovative solutions. Now, in the script, you could put those, the, oh my God, I don't know what you call them. They're really, really cool looking. And I had, you, you see it in my podcast. It's like a very big line and it separates. It's, that's a thought group. So put that long line there. I don't know what they call it. I literally took it off uh, another video on YouTube and I copied and pasted it to my notes section because I don't know how to make it. And I still haven't asked anyone how you can do it either. But nonetheless, you can use that. And you could put those little sections in. So. The three of us, right? And then you could put an arrow that goes up, indicating that there's supposed to be a rise. The three of us presenting our solutions today all come from different backgrounds. And relate now, again, sometimes the, the, the arrow goes up, down, up, down. But me, you guys normally hear how my pronunciation is. So if I actually say it from what I'm looking at right now, it doesn't make sense because there are only two falls. And obviously that comes at the end of the sentences. That means in relation to the problem, you hear that fall. And then at the very end, and it says, and some more innovative solutions, and it falls. But everything else within those stock groups, it's a rise, 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 which is really interesting. So what I'm gonna do, 
and I have those sentences for you guys, okay? And there are going to be three of them. So in the first part, in the first section we're going to be doing, you have to listen and mark the sentence stress, of course, on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com. Pauses and intonation on the extracts of the speaking model that you see on the blog. And you know what? If you don't want to go to the blog, okay, fine. I'll hurry up and do it right here. Number one, without any thought groups, any stress, or any anything, here we go. Number one, coming back to Hannah's point about the cost of making these changes, we need to think about how much this will be passed on to students. Now, you hear my fall at the end, obviously, because it's just so natural. But what you're going to do is you're going to put the rise and the thought groups within that sentence as you hear it. Number two, the problems can be solved. As both Hannah and Ella have said, change is difficult and people don't like it at first. Okay, I'm going to press the play. Don't worry. And you're going to hear it and be able to do it. All right. And then you're going to mark the pronunciation features for the following three that I have. Okay. So with that being said, guys, we're going to kick it off. There's going to be five different sentences that you're going to listen to. All right. So here we go. Number one, as I said, mark those pronunciations. Use that long stick that you see on my blog or on my podcast and mark it. Okay. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. He went up. He went up. He went down. He went down. It's becoming aware of how their tonality is throughout the sentence and their presentation. So without further ado, here we go. One. Coming back to Hannah's point about the cost of making these changes, we need to think about how much this will be passed on to students. Almost sounds like me. Two. The problems can be solved. As both Hannah and Ella have said, change is difficult and people don't like it at first. All right. Pretty, pretty straightforward, pretty straightforward. Now I'm going to go into the next three, which is going to be very interesting. One. First, I'm going to outline the basic issue along with the main problems I identified. Two. Supposing fees were dramatically increased, how many students would still apply to come here? Three. However, as long as it is managed effectively, everyone can benefit in the final outcome, the management, the teachers, and current and future students. There it is. So that is your practice, people. You make sure that you actually go on to my blog and put in those thought groups. I would be more and more happy if you actually respond to my blog and say, okay, you put the thought group here, you put it there, you put it here, you put it there. I would be unbelievably gracious for that. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. And I am your host as usual. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.